0: Hey there, thank you for joining the live podcast, a podcast provided by the Love Yourself Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit aimed to help spread the message of self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building a better relationship with yourself, but a better relationship with others and with our beautiful planet. So if you're on a mission of self-healing, of self-improvement, of self-discovery this podcast is for you be sure to like us on all social media platforms at the ly foundation at our website thelyfoundation.org. and we're so thankful that you found us and we just hope to help you no matter where you are in your journey and to remind you that you are the most important person in your life enjoy the episode and welcome to The Conversation, an LYF podcast series where we provide our insight, thoughts, and experiences on self-love exploration. My name is Ayla, Growth and Development Coordinator for the Love Yourself Foundation.
1: And my name is JR, Technology Coordinator and Board Member for the Love Yourself Foundation. Ayla, welcome back.
0: Season four. Come on now. Can you
1: believe it? It's season four. That's insane.
0: I feel like just yesterday, we actually started like the very first episode. And to think that, we're here today and how far we've come, I'm really excited for what this season holds.
1: Yeah, same, and I hope that everybody who is listening and who has been listening for a very long time ever since episode one, season one, is in store for something that's really exciting and what we're gonna be embarking on in this season. But yeah, I think it's wild that we can say it's season four and yeah, what a journey it's been so far.
0: And I know it's been almost five months now since the last season and so that's a lot of time on our own to practice the things we've been talking about the past few years and continue on our journey and i wanted to check in and see where you were
1: yeah i guess one of the big things that ended up happening outside of last season is that i ended up switching kind of careers a little bit. I know that I've talked about being in IT and being in IT for a very long time and had an opportunity to switch over onto the admin executive side of our nonprofit. So definitely a culture shock to say the least, but I have been enjoying it quite a bit. And I think that was the thing that kind of helped me regain focus, I guess you could say, and get out of the monotony of doing the same thing for all these years to now doing something completely different and feeling that I don't know anything in the most positive sense. And it's been working out pretty well.
0: Yeah, I think that's great where you have really grown. And I know that we've seen a hero arc for you and finding your path. And I think that it's really cool to demonstrate that while you can do something for a long time and still be talented in it, you still do it to broaden the things that you're doing and i'm really proud of you for that
1: thank you i appreciate that i think that it was definitely an opportunity for me to open up different doors for me to experience something completely different and if anything add to the skill set that i've built over all these years it was an opportunity yeah i couldn't say no and now i'm just learning as i go but it's fun yeah yeah how about you
0: i have i think continued on pretty much From where I was, but I'm in a better place, I think, than I was five months ago in terms of really finding the energy inside myself. The idea that, like, I'm not holding myself back anymore as much as I was. It's still a work in progress where I some days have more energy than others, but I'm learning to value certain things in my day a little bit more and making sure that they get done regardless of that energy yeah again a lot of weird kind of (laughs) concepts and mindsets to think about but since we last spoke i now live with my boyfriend and yes it is really crazy to think about where i was last season where i was even a year ago yeah and so it's, I guess, a testament to me that you're on your journey and things will come in at the time that they're supposed to. And so I'm really excited for just having that support system in a way that I really haven't had, continuing on with what we're talking about today and how that can help me in my individual journey as well.
1: I love that. And I'm so happy for you as well. I've seen the growth that you've gone through, not just in your career, but in your personal life as well. And culminates a lot of what we've been learning throughout these years with the conversation and the things that you've been applying into your life to better yourself, but not only that, but allow your heart to be open to to meet new people, be around friends and experience the things in life that it gives you. So it's been really fun and exciting to see where you've been going in your life. And this is just another milestone. So really excited for you.
0: Thank you. I think we're doing great things and it really brings us to this season where we're going to go over a a huge transformation. Yes. Hopefully we'll see by the end of it, we got 12 weeks. (laughs) I'm sure this is what all of you are here for, but we are going into this whole season, which is going to be going over a program called the artist way. Now this is a 12 week program. It's free and we'll have it linked in the description and. The program is intended to connect you with your inner creativity. It's called The Artist's Way, but it doesn't have to necessarily be for people that are in the arts as a career. It's meant to teach anybody that we all have that creativity inside us. And before we got into what to expect this season, I wanted to ask you, Jr. what did you think when I first brought up this idea to you?
1: I think it was a, an interesting concept in the way that... Trying to do the inner work for yourself in order to be the creative that you want to be culminated everything that we've come up to this season, right? So between seasons one and three, we've gone through all the self-love, self-love exploration and all the activities that we've kind of been through to get to this point, I think was a great idea to dive into this. 12e program the artist Way and from what I've read so far I, I think it's really cool to know that it's not just for quote unquote artists it's really for anybody and you apply it to your life the way that you see fit but there are aspects of the artist' way that can actually benefit you in understanding yourself and what it is it that plays into your child artist so I think that it's really interesting and I can't wait to get started.
0: Yeah, I am really happy that you were on board to do this this season, and the whole scope of this kind of structure is for you, the listener, to join along with us at any point in time, whether we've recorded all 12 episodes or you're here live with us each week, but to go through it as accountability partners and hear about our experiences each week with the activities and what we've learned and to kind of grow that community together. So I'm really excited to see this transformation. I know I've talked about it, I think maybe even season one may have been that long ago. Where I actually started this program and I moved and so I stopped it during that. And I haven't like ever picked it up since then, but it's always been something that I've come back to as something that I was interested in to see what that 12 week transformation looks like and how beneficial it is. And so I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I was excited because you were excited. There was a desire in there to pick it back up and I'm excited that we get to do it together. And like you said, the accountability partner that's there, I think that this is going to allow a little bit more structure in my life where I feel like things have gone by the wayside a little bit. And I know that we had an offline conversation of whether or not we were, that I would be able to be consistent with this and I think that was a very valid question and I'm glad that you had posed that when we're trying to figure out about the season because that was something that I needed to really look into internally and when I read the introduction of the artist way it gave me hope that there can be some type of structure something to look forward to something to get after and the fact that we're going to be going over this every week will allow for that so I'm stoked about this.
0: Definitely. So before we went into this first overview, I wanted to let you as viewers understand what to expect from the series. So like we have been mentioning, it's a 12 week series where each week we will go over that week's recovery is what they call it, your creative recovery. At the end of each week, it's built into the program to have a check-in, a weekly check-in. And so each week on Monday, you'll be able to hear this podcast as your check-in with how you're doing in the activities. Or if you don't want to do the program right now, just listening in to what we have learned from the activities. We'll go over each week what ones we've done, how we've learned about ourselves and what we've noticed in our lives. And you can take from that what you want to take from that. In the programic talks about a little bit of how to use the program and what to expect. And so each week there is essays, exercises, tasks and a weekly check-in. Like I said, we'll be going over that in our episode each week for you as well. And then it says that there's about an hour each day that the course is committed to. In my experience the first time going around, I didn't spend an hour every day. I think And we'll go into the morning pages i think that takes the time every day but then there's the artist date and then whenever you designate for the activities so i know that hour a day can seem a little daunting to say where am i going to find the hour (laughs) every day to work on (laughs) trying to figure out how to go to the gym
1: now it's trying to figure out when to do all this stuff
0: it talks about setting a weekly schedule which i was thinking about i haven't started yet because this is just the intro but we'll be starting this week and i'll Sometime today, take a look at when I want to work on things. And I think in the check-in every week to plan out, okay, what does my week look like? When can I schedule time this week to accomplish these things and work, like set set aside time to work on the activities. I don't know if you've thought about that already.
1: Yeah, I, I know we were talking this morning about going over the introduction and I had read through it. And after I was done with it, I actually went into my calendar and already put in the time block for the morning pages, which I'm going to try to do it in the morning when I wake up because I feel like that's the most serene time of the day because throughout the day it can get chaotic and, and unexpected. So at least I have a little bit of control in the morning to get that done. But it'll be interesting to see throughout the week to go over the exercises to figure out it's not when will I have the time. It's when can I schedule the time to do it? Because <laughs> yeah. we all have the time. we just got to figure out when to slot it in. Yeah, I think that's already been helping me add that structure.
0: And it's interesting because it's concepts we've talked about in the past about time management and understanding what you're committing yourself to. And so I thought that... Was something to think about and I also liked how it talks about how you probably won't have time to complete all the tasks in any given week and to try to do half at least right and it says to pick the ones that appeal to you the most and the ones that you strongly resist and I think that almost excites me a little bit and it I like that the freedom of it allows you to know it's okay to not accomplish everything
1: yeah I was going to say the same thing it's your like a choose your own adventure Style where you're not locked into, you have to finish this in order to advance to the next week. The realness of it, understanding that there might be some things that resonate with you, there might not be things that resonate with you, but at least try what interests you. And then you will have the recap at the end of the week, which I love that idea.
0: Me too. So we can start going into this first kind of introductory section if you're ready. I'm ready perfect so the artist we starts with an introduction and for the most part i figured the theme was creativity and understanding creativity in your own life we can just go through a few parts that stuck out to us and what we thought was like the main idea
1: yeah if you want me to go first yeah so there was a quote in there from julia and she had mentioned and this is the the overarching theme for me at least getting into this is leap and the net will appear so the idea Mm. that if you have faith in what you're doing and you get onto the creative side and just go for it that the universe or what it is that you believe in will reward you with things down the way where i feel like a lot of what the artist way is going to teach me is Having that confidence within yourself to just try and not worry about what other people are going to say, putting things out and what it may be judged or what it may be, that leap and the net will appear has opened up my mind in the sense of just allow yourself to just do it. So that's what I've wow. gotten so far in the introduction of that uh, of the artist way.
0: Yeah. And I highlighted that part as well. I think that for me, what stuck out the most is actually within the first few lines. And she says, I teach people to let themselves be creative. And the idea that like we ourselves hold ourselves back from it is a really interesting concept. And that inspires me almost because the way that I go about things, I don't necessarily say I'm not a creative. But when you look at people that are artists you almost want to say that you can't use that word to describe yourself and I know that when I'm doing things a lot of times I feel like it has to fit a certain thing and it has to abide by certain standards and I don't let myself just do what the creative inside me wants to do and so I that idea of letting myself be creative really excites me and she even talks about later that no matter what your age or your path whether making an art is a career for you a hobby or your dream it's not too late or too selfish or too silly to work on your creativity and I think that concept really speaks to what we're doing and how it doesn't matter where you're starting from anybody can utilize this
1: it's great that you bring that up because I also did highlight that multiple times in, <laughs> in my notes that idea of you're never too late and you're never too old to get started and i just had a birthday recently just turned 35 and there's this sense of trying to be creative uh, but the feeling that time is passing by that uh, you that i might miss something that it was nice to be reassured to know that in order to be a creative it doesn't matter when you start it doesn't matter how old you actually are or when do you begin? It's just doing it. Just do it, get started and don't worry about anything else. All you got to do is worry about the thing that makes you happy and what makes you creative. So that was really good. The other thing that I also highlighted in here in the introduction is something that I've been struggling with, which again, is another reassurance, which is wild. The fact that we're going over this and there's so many things that just pop up. Of, oh yeah. That oh, Okay. All right. Yeah. That makes <laughs> sense. There's a line in there that she says, many of us find that we have squandered our own creative energies by investing disproportionately in the lives, hopes, dreams, and plans of others. And this is something that I know that I was struggling with at the end of season three of the sense of giving myself to everyone and not giving enough to myself this really just jumped out of the pages of making me realize like in order for you to do the things that you love or the things that excite you or you're curious about you have to spend that time with yourself in order to do it i'd actually written a note about this about this creative recovery and what's the balance between selfless and selfish, and what's wow. the difference between self-love and caring for others where's that line that you can go one way or the other, but but needing to understand that you need to be focused on yourself in order for this to work. So yeah, just very interesting that came up and made me realize, oh yeah, this is my present right now. And this is another realization that this is something I need to focus on.
0: And I'll be really interested to see after the 12 weeks how that'll change for you and to see if this is really like the instrument if you will that will help allow you to move past that because I know that's something that you've been working on for a while and I know that it's something that I have struggled with in a different light but on the same vein of not being able to be who I want to be to the fullest extent because I'm too focused on being the best at what other people want me to be and I'll be interested to see the creative light there The last thing I have highlighted here was the idea that she had that people say that you can't teach creativity. And that's something that I feel that at one point I believed, like I wasn't creative and that I'll never be able to be. But I think that we all have a perspective inside of us and ideas that form from that. And going back to past seasons when we talked about our inner child and how some of us were able to let that child explore more and have that imagination and some of us cut that off a lot quicker. But it seems as adults we are really separated from that entirely and how we don't allow ourselves to be imaginative and so I think that through that process I've really learned that it's in there somewhere, maybe we're not using it. (laughs) But that's why I really love the idea of letting ourselves be creative, because I'm excited to see what comes out of unleashing that for me.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see that come out of you as well. Because I know that we have talked a couple times and there is the creative side of you that you enjoy and you would want to tap into more that giving yourself the time or the dedicated time really to explore that even further, I think can actually be a benefit of not only your life, but my life as well. And hopefully everybody listening also can have that same experience because it it really is that important to, as I get older, the more I'm trying to tap back into my youth and try to figure out what that inner child actually enjoyed, because that's what, that, that's what made me the happiest. Yeah, I, I can't wait to really just dive into the first week and to see where that develops. And along with that, the last thing that I had here was I enjoyed the fact that it was real, the realness of what you'll experience throughout this process as outlined in the introduction. There are going to be ups and there's going to be downs. There's going to be feeling of excitement and exploration, but there's also going to be times where you want to give up or not motivated enough to do it. I know that when we keep talking about implementing tasks, daily tasks, things in the morning a routine, anything like that, right out the gate is very good. And as time goes on, you'll, you start to go back to the old things, the old habits, what you're used to doing, that it will be interesting to go through this process. But I love the fact that Julia outlines the fact that you will be going through Every emotion through the happiness, anger, resentment, all of it, that's all about being creative. It all stems from being that creative within you. I really enjoyed that part of it too, and making it as real as possible.
0: And I think that's really well said. That kind of wraps up the whole, we're done. That's the episode. All right. Hey, <laughs> like us on Instagram. <laughs> no, I'm happy you said that because... It is something to note that this isn't going to be all fun and that is part of it. But it she talks about like a grief for the part of yourself you're losing in a good way, though. And so it'll be interesting to explore how those emotions come up with us throughout the weeks. And I'm sure different things will impact us differently. So that'll be something cool to see.
1: Yeah, I heard a quote from Stephen Colbert a couple days ago in the sense of uh, how is it that you want to be as human as possible if you don't experience the bad parts of being a human, right? And I think that this exercise, these 12 weeks is going to do that. And I think that all of us becoming more human by doing these exercises and going through this program is only gonna benefit us as a humanity. I think that's maybe a little bit too (laughs) out of the box thinking right now because it's only the introduction that we've gone through, but I think that is something that is important to me, at least, and finding out that you can be human even going through the bad as well.
0: For sure. At the end of the introduction, she goes over basic principles that we have to read through once a day. So my recommendation, For this is I, you can either print it or if you're, it depends on the way you're doing it. But the last time I did it, I wrote it out on my notebook of my morning pages. So right after the morning pages, I could read them nice, and do that all at once. But you can take a screenshot, put it at the top of your good notes if you're doing it on the (laughs) iPad or however fit. We're not going to read through all the basic principles, but I wanted to... Ask about which one stood out to you the most.
1: Yeah, number three is a big one for me. When we open ourselves to our creativity, we open ourselves to the creator's creativity within us and our lives. And just to touch on the introduction a little bit, she she does mention faith and God as well. And as someone who doesn't believe in that, it was nice to see that she said to not take the word As for face value, you can use the word however you want, but there is something that is there as a creator that you need to tap into. So I think that it's really cool to see that when you open ourselves to our creativity, we open ourselves to create creativity within us and our lives. Is just one of those things about again being more human and understanding yourself and. Just really everything that we've been learning throughout these years is really coming to to that one point. That one really stood out.
0: And what I like about that one as well is it gives me the idea of I'm not only working with my creativity, but I also get access to the biggest creativity to exist. (laughs) And I think that's really cool. And I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum from you. I am someone who has faith and actively practices that. The way that I look at it is a little different, but I know that. At the time, I was newly within that when I first started the program. So I think that hearing from your perspective and seeing that you can at any point find what you need out of it is really cool.
1: Yeah, and I also feel that there's a benefit to to see it from your side as well because, again, she had mentioned about opening up your mind to... All aspects of what's happening in the program is, benefit, is beneficial. And we need to learn from each other and other people's point of views because that's what just makes us better people.
0: It's the core of the conversation, right? <laughs> I mean, come on now. <laughs> the one that stuck out to me the most is actually number four. It says, We are ourselves creations, and we, in turn, are meant to continue creativity by being creative ourselves.
1: Mind blown.
0: Amazing. And I think just to think about it like that is really cool because no matter what your faith is, we were created from our parents. And so there's no one that can't relate to that statement. And it's really cool to put it in a perspective of to continue on the creative process, not necessarily by having children, <laughs> but <laughs> but by creating in some form. And so that kind of is something that motivates me to use the creativity that's inside of me to create
1: yeah can we just i've actually had this conversation not too long ago with a couple of people but can you just realize the fact that us being here on this earth us being born was an absolute miracle there are so many things that had to happen for all of that to align for you to be here right now so it is really cool to see that point in there because it's absolutely true
0: i love that i also liked number nine it says it is safe to open ourselves up to greater and greater creativity i think that the concept of safeness in creativity is foreign because it almost feels dangerous to think outside the box not only in the for some people physical sense but also in a you don't know what your brain can unleash there and it almost feels like you what does it mean to go outside of what you know as to be the rules? And what are the rules even? Right.
1: Even in that aspect, creativity, sometimes there, there are no rules. Is really what it is that you come up with for yourself. And going off of that, the other point that stood out for me is number six, the refusal to be creative is self-will. It is counter to our true nature, basically saying that you have to get out of your own way in order to create. You're the only one that's stopping you nobody else is doing that so uh, again another reminder for me personally of just realizing like there are no other aspects outside of yourself that stops you from wanting to do the thing that you want to do it's you that's stopping that you're the one who's creating those barriers
0: yeah it's really powerful actually and very accountable because you're like, Wow, I'm the problem.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> as much as we don't want to as much as we don't want to admit that and we want to try to pass blame on other things because it's the easiest thing to do. The reality of the situation is it's you. And you need to look within yourself to realize that in order to to break through.
0: Yeah. Was there any other basic principles you wanted to point out before we move on to the basic tools?
1: No, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna leave it for the listeners let them go through it and let them experience it on their own
0: perfect so the introduction goes over how there's two basic tools that we're going to be doing every week regardless of what that week is focusing on and it says that these two are the two pivotal tools in creative recovery capital p actually she has the whole word pivotal capitalized (laughs) all all caps (laughs) these two tools are called the morning pages and the artist state which we've been referencing and you finally get to learn about so the morning pages i'll go over and then jr will go over the artist state after we discuss but the morning pages she talks about how in order to retrieve your creativity you have to find it and so these pages are three pages of longhand writing as soon as you wake up every morning and i will say when i did this initially this was my actual favorite part because the things that you would think when you write when you wake up you ain't thinking about anything (laughs) you just woke up maybe your dream right or whatever you have to do that day but what you find that unlocks like as you start writing is really cool and so how you do this is as soon as you wake up you grab your journal you grab your ipad however you want to do the three pages i personally like the Hard copy, J.R., are you doing it on your iPad?
1: I am doing it on the iPad. Got my paper-like screen, feels like paper, keeping (laughs) it all in one place.
0: So we'll see how you like that difference. But the morning pages, she says, are a brain drain. So it's not meant to be art. It's whatever comes to mind. She said nothing is too petty, too silly, too stupid, or too weird to be included. And so there were days where I would be like, okay, I just woke up and I have to write these three pages and I hope it goes by quick because I'm really hungry. And what am I going to have for breakfast? I think I'm going to have, and you just keep writing down every thought that you have. Yeah. And usually I would be able to fill up a page like that. And then I would start being like, oh my gosh, what else do I have to say? But Every thought you're writing down. So if I'm like, oh my gosh, I have nothing else to say. I'm still writing that. How else am I going to fill this page? There's 10 lines left. Oh my gosh. I don't know what to talk about. And then you just start finding things to talk about. And I think that's where there's a creativity release, because it allows you to release ideas without any pressure of it meaning anything. And it's something I'm really excited to start again. And I'm excited to see the process for you as well.
1: Same. I think the idea of getting back into journaling, because this is, it's a little bit like that, but more structured in the way that there's three pages, you write whatever you want to write and there you go. But it is one of those things where you're really just getting everything off of your head, regardless of if there's anything in there or not, like you have to write something. So I think that was really interesting that she just said, if you don't know what to write, keep writing. I don't know what I want to talk about. I don't know what I want to talk about. <laughs> so that that's really cool. I do like that idea of getting everything off of your mind at the very start of the day, regardless of what it may be. It can be something random, like you said, or it can be something more structured. But I think that is very beneficial for you to start your day, which I'm glad that it's the morning pages, not the night pages. But really, I guess it just depends on when you're able to get to it. But I do like that idea. I was doing something very similar to that for work. It's called the morning dump. It's pretty much the same thing where I get into my office in the morning. I block out 30 minutes for myself to just write things that either needs to be done today, ideas that I have for a project or something like that, and to just be able to get it out on paper. It didn't have to make any sense or whatever. But that allowed me to have that kind of pace throughout the day, throughout the week to really just focus on the things that I need to focus on. So with Morning Pages, I'm excited because again, trying to add some type of routine into my life that is beneficial I think this is what's going to help and at least gets me to put it all on paper.
0: Definitely. There were two things I didn't mention that also stuck out. One, she says, make this a rule. Always remember that your censor's negative opinions are not the truth. So this idea that there's a censor within us that causes us not to be creative or causes us to really have that block in us, whether it's doubt or we're trying too hard to have it perfect she talks about how while well we're writing that sometimes those feelings will come up where the sensor will be like why are you even trying with this program nothing's gonna change and to remember that those are not true just because you're thinking them which i thought was something interesting and that's probably where i get blocked a lot so i really liked the idea of keeping that kind of idea at the forefront of my mind
1: yeah i'm glad you mentioned that because i did highlight that also and it's like that doubt check to make you realize no what you're doing is helping you and you just got to keep going through it and any of those sensors coming into your head are just negative thoughts and those will go away as you continue on yeah i'm glad that you highlighted that
0: Mm -hmm. the only other thing which is why these are the two basic tools is that morning pages are non-negotiable she says never skip or skimp on morning pages your mood does not matter and I think that's the hardest thing to stick to is for the full 12 weeks every single day as soon as you wake up writing the three pages no matter what and I know that can get tricky where if you're not at your house and you're spending the night somewhere else or you're traveling or that's where it can get a little bit difficult so trying to prepare ahead of time for things like that but I know that for me I need to have my notebook in pen like at my nightstand right before to make sure that i actually do it on time
1: which is smart the smart is it's a is a trigger for you as soon as you wake up boom there it is get it out get it done start your day and yeah i think that is something that i need to try to implement the best that i can and i even wrote in my calendar entry non-negotiable (laughs) non-negotiable you have to do this and i think it's just a way to set a boundary for yourself and i know we talked a lot about that last season as well that as much as there's a lot going on in the world in your life day to day whatever it may be you can set aside this time to do this so just stick with it
0: yeah and I think the purpose of it being in the morning is to have that plate cleaned for you where you're just a clean mind, everything's out on the paper, and you can really have that fresh start to your day. I know that I will try to find an excuse not to do it, or I'll say, maybe if I go back to sleep, I don't have to write it right now because <laughs> I'll wake up later and write it. But I think that three pages, if you think you're going to not be able to write as much, buy a smaller notebook.
1: There you no? go. Wide would world.
0: Use- <laughs> see i have this one i'm there like is go. that cheating is it cheating i don't no. know For that can't see it's about the size of my hand it's like a personal size i guess if you will notebook and i think i'm gonna use that one but it's really interesting to set that rule for yourself especially because she is so lenient about doing all the activities that right. at least if you can do that's the one thing but there is also the artist date that i'll let you introduce jr
1: Yeah, so Julius says that an artist date is a block of time, perhaps two hours weekly, especially set aside and committed to nurturing your creative consciousness, your inner artist. In its most primary form, the artist date is an excursion, a play date that you pre-plan and defend against all interlopers. You do not take anyone on this date, but you and your inner artist, a.k.a. your creative child. So my interpretation of that and is just giving yourself that time to you to focus on what makes you creative what makes you happy what makes you curious and to really just focus on that time for you and not have it be interrupted for anything i guess this is another one of those non-negotiable things as well as trying to figure out what time of day in the week that you can do something like this but and it's once a week it's once a week two hours everybody's got She's,
0: she says maybe two hours so you could do one hour right.
1: yeah exactly so i i think that this is really important the fact that she outlined that because it's giving you that that point of reference of realizing in order to do that self-work you need to spend that time with you and Again, not having that interrupted by anything, or not taking anybody with you either, it's not yeah. something you share with others. You share it with yourself.
0: That's that part actually is the part that stuck out to me the most because you could think, "Oh, I could do something creative with someone," but I think it defeats the purpose of taking. And she almost calls it like meditative to like connect with yourself, and it just be you in whatever media you're using. Is media the right word? Something like that. (laughs) Whatever form, whether it's drawing, painting, graphic design, whatever form of creativity you're using, it's cool to think about it being just you. And I think for me, that concept allows me to really do whatever comes to mind and not feel like I'm pressured to do it well because someone is going to see the outcome. Like I can just be with that and whatever comes out of it, only I will know unless I want to share it.
1: You bring up a good point there because she also says that spending time in solitude with your artist child is essential to self-nurturing. A long country walk, a solitary expedition to the beach for a sunrise or sunset, all of these things your artist might enjoy or your artist might like bowling. It really is what you want to do for yourself because you never know when you can get this creative spark with whatever you're doing. It, it, you just have to commit the time for you to do it.
0: Definitely. And I'm excited to be able to give myself that time because doing creative things is something that I enjoy, but I don't ever schedule time for myself to do it. It's when I have time and I'm feeling inspired at that moment. Right, yeah, And so... I am excited to be able to dive into those things again.
1: Same. So I'm excited Perfect. to see what everybody ends up doing. I think it'll be interesting to do a recap of, hey, what did you do on your artist date? And yes. I kind of hear that from everyone.
0: And maybe, I don't have social media, unfortunately, but I am able to see the LYF social media. So if you do want to post it for us or send it in, we would love to see it what you there, do each week for your artist
1: There also might be a form for you to submit things like this as well. Be on the lookout for that.
0: I'm excited. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the last things in the section, she talks about filling the well and how there's this reservoir inside us where we draw from creatively. And I think it's more like an energy that we draw from. And she talks about how when we overtap the like overfishing the pond we leave ourselves with diminished resources and i think that's something interesting because you hear a lot when people say they get like a creative block in whatever they're doing and maybe it comes from not replenishing that well each time you go back i know sometimes i feel burned out just in general with whatever i'm doing and i don't give myself that time to to do those things But she talks about how you need to feed your brain images or do an artist brain pursuit through art, whether it's through sight and sound, smell and taste or touch. Do not what you should do. Do what intrigues you. And it doesn't need to be necessarily a creative endeavor, but something that you feel drawn to feed that part inside of you that can be inspired, which seems very like theoretical yeah. and philosophical but like where is this, well? this section Jim? where
1: do i go for this was this a physical <laughs> thing or where do i have to go for this pit stop um a
0: location <laughs> no
1: that's terrible no i like this too and uh, this is something that i struggle with a lot with uh, like you had mentioned about burnout and not giving back to myself when that moment ends up happening. I think what ends up happening for me is that I get burnt out, but then I feel like I still have energy to give to other people, even though I need to spend that time for me and and to replenish that well for me. Something that she outlines here is in filling the well, think magic. Think delight, think fun. Do not think duty. Do not do what you should do. Spiritual sit-ups like reading a dull but recommended critical text. Do what intrigues you. Explore what interests you. Think mystery, not mastery. And I think that plays more into the play side of creativity and allowing you to explore different things, different aspects of what you think is creative and understanding that not everything that you do is... Is something that you need to be doing. Maybe what needs to be done is the thing that allows you to explore even more within yourself. Again, trying to understand about feeling that well is going to be really important throughout these next 12 weeks.
0: Definitely. And I'll be interested in checking in each week on what kind of things we're doing because I'm sure obviously that'll take us different ways of talking about that side of it for us.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: So the last part here is the contract at the end of the introduction, which is basically you committing to doing this for yourself. How was your experience filling this out, JR? It
1: felt good. It felt like I was committing to something. Felt like my credit score was on the line. <laughs> like there, there's some weight to this contract. And for those who are listening, we can go over just the couple paragraphs that are here. It says, I blank understand that I am undertaking an intensive guided encounter with my own creativity. I commit myself to the 12 week duration of the course. I blank commit to weekly reading daily morning pages and a weekly artist date and the fulfillment of each week's tasks, which is really just solidifying the fact that, Hey, you are signing up for this for yourself. This is not for anybody. This is not for extra credit the same for none of that it's for you and you need to really feel that there's something behind this and putting my name in those blanks put that into perspective for me
0: yeah me as well and i almost just think about how i'm allowing myself to give myself that time and to sign up for something for 12 weeks is scary right (laughs) but i think it's exciting and she talks about negative beliefs and positive alternatives to those beliefs. And I really hope that all of you listening really consider joining us for this journey. And even if it's not now, knowing that you can always come back later, but we will teach you about what we learn each week and whether you're taking one task each week or joining us for the full thing, this is going to be really instrumental into our journeys on its own.
1: (sighs) Yeah, I agree. Here on the last item, going over the weeks to come, just right off the bat, we haven't really dove into any of the weeks just yet, but they do have the titles of the week and what we can expect. What week are you looking forward to, just based on the title?
0: Yeah, so each week we, for the 12 weeks, we're recovering a sense of something so there's safety identity power integrity possibility abundance connection strength compassion self-protection autonomy and faith which it seems like so many weeks when i'm saying <laughs> <Yeah. like that. laughs> i'm like wow i think i'm really interested in all of them seem intriguing because you're like what am i learning during that week right. i think identity is really interesting to me just because i'm still in that period where i'm learning about myself and what i want to do and so i think looking at if i'm allowing myself to be fully creative and fully who i want to be what does that look like but also i think abundance seems cool compassion strength all of them seem really interesting is there any that stick out to you
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's actually a couple identity and self-protection jump out at me right away and I think that this is again is more of a path for me to to create more and this is just me assuming because we haven't gotten into it but more about boundaries protecting yourself as as far as like your time and the things that you invest yourself into if that's what it dives into that's something that I'm really interested in but one that really like overarching is week three the recovering a sense of power. I have no idea what power means in that sense. (laughs) Uh, I'm intrigued to see what is going to unfold during that week, but definitely something that jumped out to me.
0: Yeah. I share those sentiments and I think that's why abundance sticks out to me because a sense of abundance, I don't know, for me, I picture like the idea of seeing the possibility in everything around you and finding that abundance in life without it being material Mm. is what I have what I guess for that and it seems really exciting I guess just in general every week to to look at what kind of activities are we going to be going over to recover that sense for ourselves
1: yeah and I'm curious to see how everybody else who's listening what week they're interested in and what week they think they're going to get the most out of and but I think Overall, all 12 weeks, we're going to get something for sure.
0: Definitely. And I am I just want to say I'm really excited to start this program with UJR and any of you listening as well. I think it's going to be really exciting.
1: Yeah, same. I share the same sentiment. I'm super excited. The fact that we're starting season four, but definitely on the right foot so far and To see where we're going to be at the end of the 12 weeks is really exciting. And I'm happy that I get to do this with you.
0: Well, remember this moment, we'll see, check back in after the 12 weeks. So in 13 weeks, we'll see how it's changed for us. Yes. Any last sentiments you want to share, JR, before we head out?
1: I'm ready to get started. I'm excited to stay committed. And I'm really happy that I have you as that person i'm doing it with because i think that our growth not only as hosts but as friends as well over these years is is really blossoming into this moment right now and the things that we're going to find out about ourselves but not only for ourselves but through each other is something that i'm really looking forward to
0: me too i'm so excited (laughs) and i hope you listening is also excited but with that we want to hear from you Leave us a comment on Instagram or Twitter at the LY Foundation or on Facebook, facebook.com slash the LY Foundation. Let us know what you think about this program and which week you're most excited about.
1: Also, please leave us a review of the LYF podcast. That way we can continue to produce more content and grow the show.
0: Thank you for listening to the conversation. And until next time, love yourself, love one another, and love this planet we call home.